very good, possibly great baseball team can still have a lousy night. A legitimately great pitcher can also have a lousy night. But come on, there were two teams out there, two of them, at PNC Park last night. And let's give a little credit where it's due. Good morning to you. Good Wednesday morning. I'm Dan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports. This is Daily Shot of Pirates. Comes your way bright and early every weekday morning. If you're into football and or hockey, I also offer up daily shots of Steelers and Penguins. Pirates were 8-4 to four winners last night over the Padres. And the outcome really wasn't ever all that much in doubt. Yeah, there was a lot of sloppiness. There were 13 total walks by Pittsburgh pitchers, seven of those from Chad Cool alone. The Padres had runners all over the bases, but the Pirates got them out. The Pirates got big outs when they needed them, which last I checked is part of the game. The Pirates also could have had more runs than what they got. Look, just view this if you can from the home team's perspective, and nothing but. And and I know that's not easy. The Padres come in with the brand. Blake Snell is Blake Snell. And it's so easy to just view it from the other side and what they might or might not have done wrong. The fact of the matter is the Padres jumped on Cool right away. Got the two quick runs in the first inning. And still had a bunch more guys on base. Cool managed to get out of it. No, I'm not saying anything good about Cool, but at least that happened. Still, it just looks so bad. Cool throws 36 pitches. You know it's going to be a bullpen night. And you're not wondering or even curious as to whether or not the Pirates are going to win. All you're thinking to yourself is this is just going to be a bloodbath. Then they come to the plate. Right after that. And put up a couple. Big, big hit by Jacob Stallings. Two-run double that he smoked off the base of the fence out and left. And then they just kept hitting. And they kept hitting. And Cool kept struggling. And Cool kept every single time he gets in trouble. It's really tough to watch him pitch. Every time he gets in trouble... It's some kind of tooth pull. You know, and you can see it. You can see it with him. You can see the lack of composure, the lack of poise out on the mound. And yet the team around him just kept going. They chased Blake Snell before he had recorded an inning. That was it. He was gone. The dude who everybody in the world thought should have been the the winning pitcher in the most recent World Series had the Rays not lost their collective minds. He was walking off the mound before an inning was up at PNC Park. You can hang on to, and I know I know there's just a lot of this that's going on right now, but you can hang on to any kind of negative notion, narrative, whatever it is that you want about this team. Oh, they took so long. The game was four hours, and it was sloppy, and it was difficult to this and that and whatever else. Just once, just once, it would be wonderful 
and fair to hear from people after a game like this. Hey, you know, they showed some toughness. That was pretty neat. I didn't know they had that in them. How about this Jacob Stallings? All we heard about him for two years was because he didn't come here as some sort of celebrity or anything like that, the way that Pirates' previous few catchers had. If you think about it, Russell Martin, Francisco Cervelli, these guys were known commodities when they came here. So we had this thing about our catchers and that Jacob Stallings now was going to be this massive step down because, to quote the public en masse, he wouldn't start for any other team out there. Who's he? Who's that guy? Well, you're finding out. He's the best defensive catcher in baseball by every available advanced analytic. Number one. And he hits 260 with a penchant for big hits, like a couple that he got last night. I just uh, I feel like my approach is good. Um, you know, I feel like I... After that Cincinnati series, I kind of honed in on on an approach, and and it's working and putting me in a good position to hit. And um, I've been on time, so um, usually when I'm in a good position and on time, good things happen. So it's uh, it's been nice for sure. There was an RBI single later on too. Went the other way. A good baseball player. Nobody in Pittsburgh talking about him. Very very few people. There's some decent things that are happening with this team that kind of matter. And look, I'm, again, I'm not being an idiot when it comes to you know what the expectations are for 2021. They're four and seven. It's very likely that the Padres will take the final two games of this series, just because that's the way you know the disparity between these organizations currently at the top level. But take what's there at least. You know, don't just kick it under the rug. I, if it sounds like I looked at social media after the game last night, it's because I did, which was a mistake on my part. And not only did I see all this complaining about the length of the game and the number of pitches that had been thrown, I saw it from fans and followers. I saw it from media, local media. Just had no problem just ripping the Pirates through this whole thing. Through all four hours of it, every little bad thing that would happen, they jump on it. Something good happens, dead silence. You tell me if that's the way you want your coverage here, whether it's on this podcast, whether it's on uh, videos that I do, whether it's the writing that I do, you tell me. I'm right here. Send me a note. Tell me that that's how you want me to cover this team. Because I can do that. I'm capable of that. It'll be dishonest. But I'm also a businessman. I'd rather, you know, I'd rather have more readers and listeners and everything else. Go ahead. Send me that. Tell me that's how you want this team to be covered. That you think that's fair. Believe it or not, when I get like this, it's not about the Pirates. It's not the Pirates or the reactions to the Pirates or anything else that ticks me off. It's the fact that this has just become the norm with everything. I blame politics for that, but maybe there's something that's even more deeply seated than that in our culture. We make up our minds about something, and we 
don't change for anything or anyone. Why? Because that would be a sign of weakness. No one can ever say, hey, you know what? I looked at this other side. I read this, watched it, listened to it, and considered it. And you know what? There are some pretty good points. It made me think about things a little bit. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put that into my mix and see what I come up with. I used to talk to people. This was when I was a lot younger. On the college campus at Duquesne, who would proudly, proudly boast of reading not just books, but newspapers and different types of columnists from all different perspectives to try to feed their mind on various issues. Sometimes it was, was politics, obviously, but sometimes it was science, who knows what. But they would take in all kinds of information and then leave themselves open to it. Today, today that's weakness. Today that's wishy-washiness. I'm sorry. If I'm watching the baseball game last night, and I'm someone who follows the Pirates enough to watch that game on a Tuesday night, I'm going to... I'm going to... Be open-minded to it, you know? I'm going to look at, wow, it's too bad that Chad Cool really can't pitch. Uh, but, hey, these bullpen guys sure are doing the job. I mean, I wouldn't want to see all these walks, but it sure was fun watching David Bednar come off the hill after getting that big out with the bases loaded. This, this is, there's just, it's not all black and white. It's not all, I made up my mind that I hate the Pirates and therefore I'm just going to stick with this. I'm just going to look for the bad things and I'm going to share those bad things. This, this, If this sounds like it bugs me, I'm going to say this again. It's not that it's the Pirates. It's not that it would be the Penguins or the Steelers. It's this broader thing where you just can't communicate with people anymore. You can't have a conversation or a dialogue. I've tried it. I've tried it. It doesn't work. They come back at you first with talking points, then with accusations about you and whatever it is, what side you've chosen. And then it's something insulting, and then it's done. Poof! Gone! No single idea or thought was exchanged between the two. My friends, we're doing that here in Pittsburgh with the Pirates right now. There's a small, dedicated group of people who follow the team passionately. And a lot of them have been to PNC Park, and I've heard with my own ears their level of support and I'm here to tell you that they also can be guilty of the same thing because they don't want to hear any criticism of the team. It's not as severe as, let's say, with like college fans. College fans, wow, you can never say anything bad about a college. But they're, they're sick of it too on, from the other perspective. And then you have this group of people that watches these games while 
hating the pirates and can't find anything else to do. Like, really, it was a four-hour game. I mean, wasn't like America's Got Talent on or something last night? How about the Great British Baking Show? Put on Naked Night. What are you watching a game for? To make yourself unhappy? To hope that they lose? The team that's in your city? I don't get this. I I just don't get this. And I, I understand that I'm smacking my forehead against a cement wall on this subject because it's not like it's going to change it's not like it's going to change this is this is basically what we've become in all of our conversation and all of our dialogue and now it's 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 even permeated something as insignificant as a baseball team when we come back just one question Back time for just one question, and that's brought to you by our friends at North Shore Tavern. That's right there on the corner, Federal Street, General Robinson, directly across from PNC Park. North Shore Tavern has steak on a stone. North Shore Tavern is the home to the world's only fully dedicated year-round pirate sports bar. Nothing like it. If you have visited Mike's Beer Bar, and I know most of you have, this is the sister companion venture right next door. Heck, go visit them both. Today's question comes from Sid, who asks, How the heck did we win this game? There was much doubt about it. Um, I'll tell you how the Pirates won the game. They won the game with their effort especially, I think, in the bottom of the first. I'll go back to Stallings' hit, the double. Uh, Before that, a couple guys obviously got on for him. The team stayed aggressive on the base paths. Uh, That's becoming something of a trademark. I know we knocked them for it a lot, and deservedly so, in that opening series in Chicago and then in Cincinnati when they were getting thrown out. But so far there have been more pluses to their aggressiveness on the base path than there have been minuses. And most important, Sid, they went out there with the attitude that we're just we're not going to lose this game. We're not just going to surrender just because our starting pitcher is having a really, really crappy start. Uh, to me, there's not another way to interpret that. When you watch the reactions of the hitters when they got out on base, even Stallings, who's not exactly the most demonstrative guy, when he got out to second base and he's looking back at the dugout. And then later on when the Pirates started putting up a couple more runs and took the uh, the 5-3 lead, you saw that dugout. They were hopping. Did you see Phillip Evans at the end of the game? They weren't acting like school children. They didn't act like they didn't belong. They didn't act like they want a playoff game or anything like that. But they were into it. They were invested in it. And I really think that that matters. I'll say it again. There's a really good chance, a really good chance, they're going to lose these next two games to San Diego. 
And then they go and play three in Milwaukee, where the Brewers are expected to be the class of the Central Division. Never mind the fact that the Pirates haven't won in Milwaukee, like, <laughs> ever. Even when they were really good and the Brewers were really bad. So I'm not predicting anything. I'm not making any kind of forecast. But I'm saying that what I've seen so far that I've liked, that I have appreciated and respected about this operation to date through 11 games is that they're competing. They're competing. And along the path to competing, they're producing. You show me a baseball team that's hitting the ball and sending runners around the bases, and I'll show you a team that's going to be engaged, that's going to be involved. And these guys have been that. And that's that's how they won, Sid. That's how they won. Derek Shelton himself called it ugly. And he was right. There's way too many walks, hit batters, all that other stuff. Way too many pitches thrown. There's not a manager anywhere that would like that, and this one uh, and his pitching coach, Oscar Marine, have their work cut out for them. You know, not just tomorrow afternoon when they meet with Cool and these other guys, but all year long. More often than not, a pitching performance like that is going to be exactly what we expected it to be. But this one wasn't. This one wasn't because they competed, because they hit, because they didn't care that Blake Snell was on the mound. They weren't thinking about going to get his autograph. They just wanted to get hits off of him, and they did. And I think that's okay to talk about. I really do. And I wish more of the people that I hear from, uh, like the one dude who stopped me outside PNC Park a couple days ago and said, hey, you know, keep saying this. and then How, how about you say it? How about other people say it? How about other people step up and, and say, hey, listen, you know what? I'm watching a game. You want to talk about something else? Get lost. I'm watching the game. I'll rip the team as I please, whatever else here, but I'm watching the game. If you just want to talk about that one thing, go nuts. If you just want to hate the team, then you can be a weirdo and go nuts. But I'm over here watching the game. Thanks for the questions, Sid. Thanks to everybody for putting up with my nonsense on this particular episode and really all of the episodes we'll do another one tomorrow Point Park University, in the heart of downtown Pittsburgh, they understand there's no substitute for real-world experience and career-building connections. Their innovative curriculum engages students with distinctive experiential learning opportunities. Point Park's pioneering co-op program empowers qualified students to work in full-time, paid positions with their corporate partners while earning college credits. Visit pointpark.edu works to learn more. Career ready. That's the point. Point Park University. Your front door, your car, your gym locker, your gun. Safety is a habit. Learn more about how to keep guns safe and secure. Visit projectchildsafe.org.